My name is Jeremy Devins, and this is the Quiet Mind Astrology Podcast with the weekly horoscope from Monday, September 12th, 2022. As always, if you want to know how these transits this week are affecting you personally, get your free birth chart at quietmindastrology.com and follow along from there. There's a video training as well to show you how to use it. And... Now, if you leave a review, an honest review on this podcast, hopefully five stars if you feel I've earned it, I will enter you into a drawing to win a Vedic Astrology reading with me. So all you have to do is leave an honest review, and this is my way of sort of saying thank you for leaving a review. I will choose one winner each month on the monthly horoscope episode going forward. So if you enter and you don't win next month, you could still win in the following months. So you just got to keep listening and let me uh, be able to reach out to you that way so you can know if you won or not. So you'll have to email me if you've won. So all you got to do is leave a review on Apple Podcasts or if you listen on some other platform where you can leave reviews, leave an honest review, hopefully five stars if you feel I've earned it. And then I'll choose a winner at the monthly horoscope going forward for a free Vedic Astrology reading with me, 30 minutes live on Zoom and no cost to you. So Uh, If you're interested in that, just leave a review. And now this week we have the sun moving into Uttara Falguni, and that's going to cross from Leo into Virgo. So you want to look where the number five is in your birth chart. The sun is there right now as I'm recording this. And the number six, that's where the sun will be going at the end of this week by Friday. So sun in Uttara Falguni, what does this represent? Well, this can bring a more laid-back approach to love and relationships depending on other factors in your chart, of course. But generally, this uh, Uttara Falguni has the Shakti, or the power, the spiritual power of prosperity through partnership. So to grow by working together with the people close to you. And that may mean that you hit up against the places where you are not in partnership, where you're not working together well, like conflicts that need to be resolved in relationships so you can work together well. It's important during this time, while this transit is happening from September 13th until September 27th, that you find balance between your needs and your feeling of appreciation, value, contribution to your relationships, and how you're giving to others, and finding that balance between the two. Uh, The sun in general can represent our sense of identity and worth and confidence and value in who we are, and this is a time that it's important to own that, to connect to that in yourself, and then also to see that in your partnerships or people close to you. This is a time that you can bring your gifts out into the world more, put yourself more out there, put your talents on display. Like if you have some sort of gift or skill that you've been wanting to share with the world more visibly, this is a great time to do that and kind of step into more of the spotlight to a degree, especially in this first part of it while the sun is in Leo still. But in Virgo as well, it's Virgo energy, of course, is going to be a little more intentional, detail-oriented, more analyzed, more controlled in a way. Uh, but finding that way of expressing yourself through this Uttara Falguni, it's prosperity through partnership kind of energy, expressing yourself through relationships, through partnerships. Cooperation with others is a big piece of this. And your talents that you put out there could end up attracting more opportunities, more experiences, more growth and expansion in your life in general. 
And if you don't work with somebody, if you kind of do everything by yourself, this is time you could find a lot of value in asking for help. Maybe you uh, have some way you could outsource, like using Upwork or these other platforms where you hire help or Fiverr or whatever the platform is, having some way of reaching out for support, not trying to do it all yourself. Maybe there's a community group that you like to be a part of, participate in. Especially over this two-week period, this all can be very favorable, not trying to just do it all yourself. There are deities associated with this nakshatra of Aryaman and Bhaga. Uh, Bhaga represents this energy of prosperity and growth. And these together can both represent marriage, long-term relationship, commitment, and uh, Aryaman leadership in general, honor, nobility, and the sort of rules and place in society. So there's the sort of stepping into your unique gifts, your powers. And you can look where sun is in your chart to see how that can express more specifically. You can benefit from having a little bit more of a laid back attitude during this time and not being too controlling or too, uh, with the sun and Virgo part, especially after the 16th of like trying to overanalyze things or try to get everything perfect, that can kind of slow you down and create obstacles and delays for you that you don't really need to have and can end up with analysis paralysis. So having a little bit more of a laid back attitude can really serve you at this time. And investing energy in your partnerships, your relationships, your connections with others, reaching out to friends, using your support systems, being in community, not trying to do it all yourself is a big theme of this transit. Being generous to your partner, being generous to others, giving generously of your gifts, and as the Bhagavad Gita teaches, the ancient Vedic text, to give without intention of the outcome, right? Not worry about the fruits of the labor, but just to do the thing that really feels alive and inspired within you and trust that you will be provided for. And I can attest to that many, many, many times in my life. That is true, where if you focus on the, the work, the giving, the service, the generosity, and yeah, have a plan, be intentional, but don't focus just on the outcome. Don't just do something because you want the outcome. That's what the Bhagavad Gita teaches. That's what so many spiritual teachings of all throughout history teach. So finding that <clears throat> desire of just service and giving and generosity for the sake of it. And just having a more helpful, supportive attitude in general can really go a long way during this transit. And you might find more social kind of energy, like wanting to be around people, people wanting to be around you. And just having a sense of more enjoyment in your relationships, taking things a little more easy. If you can find time for things that are just more nourishing, uh, while Venus is also in Perva Falguni right now, that is a time that is great to do luxurious, nice things for yourself. So I didn't talk about this last week, but since September 10th, Venus is in Perva Falguni, and that's, Venus stays in that nakshatra until September 21st. So again, during this whole week right now and into next week, it's a, a time for being a little more easygoing with yourself and in your relationships as well, and not trying to be too controlling with all the Virgo energy this month, uh, finding a little more play, flirtation, lightness, lighthearted kind of energy, time to celebrate if you hadn't done that from the full moon on saturday doing some sort of celebration completion acknowledgement of where you've come and how far you've gone in recent months and weeks can be really nourishing for you 
taking some time for rest, pleasure, romance, things that just feel more easygoing, nice, like luxurious, enjoyable. This uh, Purva Falguni Nakshatra has the Shakti, the spiritual power of procreation. <clears throat> so this is a very creative transit when Venus is in Purva Falguni. And that, again, it's going on all week, this week. So being a little more creative in your work, in your hobbies, in artistic expression. If you have any sort of artistic way of expressing yourself, this is a great way, week to do that, and especially doing that in partnership. And just finding a little bit more easygoing nature in general can be really helpful. Like not being too controlling, vindictive, resentful, these kind of things. If they come up, if they're there, there may be some issue in the way of like feeling this transit of this possible energy. And there's something to work with there and opportunity to learn and grow through self-awareness practices like meditation, journaling, therapy, whatever feels right for you. And having a sense of your future, your direction you're going can be really beneficial now as well of like, okay, we're talking about this week, but where do you see yourself going in the next few months or weeks or years ahead? And if you don't have any sense of that, uh, the transits are really helpful for that, like the eclipses, the K2 Rahu transits. <clears throat> you can go back to the episodes on Saturn, Jupiter, Rahu, and K2 for the big picture themes that you're going through right now. That would be really helpful as well. And it's good to have uh, things that are not just about pleasure and fun and easygoing and light nature during this time, like things that are challenging you as well. Uh, but overall, this is quite a favorable week and positive energy. And the again, like I mentioned, the deity Baga associated with uh, Purva Falguni is the god of prosperity and good fortune. And it can bring good family happiness, marital happiness, and creative energy. So time with all these things can be really nurturing and beneficial as well. And the other big thing going on is that Neptune just went retrograde in Aquarius in Purva Bhadrapada, uh, which is where the full moon happened to be as well. So this Neptune transit is a big generational thing, and Neptune's been in Aquarius since April 24th, 2008, and it stays there until February 18th, 2023. So under a year left of this transit that's been happening since 2008, and if you think back in time what happened back then, there were things like the... Um, big bank bailouts and the Enron scandal and uh, the stock market and economy issues in 2008, the housing crisis, all these kind of things. And we're reaching a sort of completion of that particular cycle. Uh, a lot of major scandals in the public, a lot of like what popular society is, has changed quite a bit in that time. And we're seeing a sort of completion of that cycle right now moving into a whole new phase of Neptune and Pisces, which just started a little bit this year, but it really kicks off next year. And this is this whole transit from 2008 to 2003 is a lot of illusions falling away in societies and a lot of disillusionment falling away. I've talked about this in past episodes, uh, but we're moving into a very different time uh, going forward. Right now, though, this particular week, I'll just stand this particular week because this is a much bigger topic. Uh, it's like going back over the lessons you've learned since 2008. How have your like political, personal, life value beliefs shifted or changed for you in this time? I don't have any um, skin in the game or stake of like you have to believe or think any certain way 
That's not my role here. I'm just here to tell you what's happening with the weather of the planets. So I encourage you to align with whatever is true and in alignment for you. And everybody's going to be different. If you look at enough charts, you see that it makes sense why everybody would have their own personal beliefs and perspectives and uh, that many people would have very different beliefs. And that's all okay. That's part of the human experience. So whatever your beliefs, values are that you've come through, come to conclusion of through this cycle, uh, this is a time for going back over those, going back to teachings that have been resonant and helpful for you, going back to uh, ways of studying philosophy, beliefs, values, religion, spirituality, any sort of uh, intentional way of expressing your unique expression, your individuality that's come up for you over this time is relevant. And it might just be like, uh, in this time for me personally, like I got so steeped into yoga and meditation and spiritual philosophy and Vedic teachings in this time. Uh, so there is like a completion and conclusion of like, okay, what have I learned? And maybe taking some time for yourself to journal and reflect on that or talk to a friend about it, because uh, it's a big cycle. And it has a big generational impact, and it's a different generation of people who are born during this time. It's a whole generational uh, cultural shift that's happened. And now we're on to the next one, starting really next year. But now as we move in this, one of these, one of the last retrogrades in this time, reflecting on that, things you've learned, lessons you've learned, how you've grown, how you've changed. And that's Neptune and Aquarius, and then we'll talk about Neptune and Pisces uh, in future episodes. So that's all for this week. Again, please take a moment, leave a review in Apple Podcast. It can, doesn't have to be a long review, just something heartfelt, honest, and sincere, and hopefully five stars if you feel that I've earned it from my podcast here. I much appreciate that. And then I will announce a winner on the monthly horoscopes going forward. You'll just have to listen and then email me to schedule that. So thank you for listening. Hope you enjoyed this. And uh, next week, we'll talk about Mercury retrograde and Uttara Falguni. Venus changing nakshatras, and uh, Mars. There's a lot more happening next week. So a lot of big transits in the nakshatras next week that are going to have a more personal effect on us. So if you don't have your birth chart, get that at quietmindastrology.com. You can also schedule the reading there. And thank you for listening. Look forward to sharing more with you next time on the Quiet Mind Astrology Podcast. <laughs>